way to go. This is for film's sake. We kind of took a little bit of a hiatus there after award season, but once we have cleansed everything, now we're just ready to roll. Chris here with all of you, and uh, with me is the crack staff of this For Film's Sake podcast, my buddies, Irving and Joel. What is happening, fellas? Everything's good here. Excited about the summer movie season um, that I think we are starting to get a little bit of the taste of what's coming up. And I'm, uh, you know, pretty excited overall. I want to add that what Chris doesn't tell you about our hiatus is that we were really, really shocked that Chadwick Boseman lost at the Oscars. So we were all these <laughs> weeks uh, trying to, you know, get in the realization that the, the Anthony Hopkins won. And yeah. deservedly, this well deserved, you know, he won. <laughs> I, I, I said we were cleansing and you bring it back up. So <laughs> not a good job, Joel. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> All right. So we're going to uh, hit some pretty random topics uh, here on this show. Um, we only ask the interesting questions here on this show. So uh, some time ago, I was thinking about this particular topic of actors who can voice over anything you do in documentaries, shows, or whatever. And that's always been a, a topic that's fascinated me because, you know, actors are not just on the screen. They can also act in terms of voice or audios. There's a lot of great actors who are voice actors or voiceover actors. So my question for the boys here is to give me a male and female actor that you would choose to narrate your documentary if you make one. Who wants to go first? I will start first with the female. I, I, I think that, you know, every single time I see her on screen, you know, she has an amazing screen presence and all that, but I always liked um, the way that she talks. And I'm trying to remember if I, I have seen anything that has her voiceover, but I am talking about none other than the Academy Award winning actress, Regina King. Ooh. I, I love how she, um, I think that I've heard um, her voiceover maybe in Watchmen, in the series. And obviously, probably there have been many, many other um, uh, uh, maybe commercials and, and probably documentaries. But I think that I, I, I love her voice. I love her diction. And mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like, um, it's, 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 I think that maybe the artistic side of her shows up in her tone of voice, obviously you know, in many movies and many uh, shows that we have seen. So I, I'm going with Regina King. Well, look, look no further, Irving, no, look no further than uh, the animated series, The Boondocks, where she voices uh, the Huey and Riley, the two main characters. So there, that's a good example for where you can look for Regina King's work in voice. I will look at it and I'm writing it down right now because I really want to, um, I think I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, yeah. she is magnificent. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. She's amazing. She's. Um, I think that we can talk about her accolades and specifically all the things <laughs> that, that we admire of her, like ours. Um, but I mean, I adore that woman, and I think that I would watch 
every day <laughs> or I would hear every day a podcast or anything that has her voice. Right. Um, the actor would be uh, someone that I recently uh, saw, well, at the Academy Awards, actually, there was a segment in which it has his uh, voiceover and I'm talking about none other than Mr. Heisenberg. Oh. <laughs> of Brian Cranston. And um, <laughs> I really like his voice very much so. I've always uh, loved his voice, his deep voice. It's like, uh, gives like this seriousness to whatever he's saying and all that. But in this particular um, segment that the Oscars um, aired, I think that um, I enjoyed it a lot. I was very, very uh, interested. And I think that the way that uh, he narrated it, um, I think it was for me like um, brought me like super like my attention super to that uh, segment. And I'm just thinking that because he's one of my favorite actors, um, a little bit biased. And that's why <laughs> I think that that will be great. I could see any documentary, any commercial, anything, podcast, anything that has Mr. Cranston's voice. Good choices. Very good choices, actually, but not better than mine, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the floor so, is yours. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Going in the order backwards that Irving started, I'm going with the male first, then with the ladies. Um, so I chose for my male actor to uh, narrate a documentary, John David Washington. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm, interesting, right? You know yeah. uh, which which quote did it for me. Which one? There's a scene in our in in Tenet that he's like going to dinner, and he says to the waiter, "I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago." That quote did it for me. So oh. yeah, that's, that's why. That's an yeah. interesting one. Yeah, yeah, that that one did it for me. Uh, right. And for the ladies. I have two options. One is the real deal, and the other is like a sort of joke. So hear me out, hear me out. All okay. Right. The real deal, the, the real person that I want to narrate my, the, my documentary is the great, great actress that deserves more awards and more love and more attention. And she's getting in right now, actually. Jean Smart. Oh, yes. Ooh. She yeah. is she is great at anything she does, isn't she? You said it correctly. I, I think that she's getting a lot of attention right now. And and obviously because she's been in many uh, projects that I think that it has been part of the mainstream. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that she is uh, she's rocking it, she's nailing mm -hmm. it, and she is like I feel that um, the next couple of years, oh, we're gonna see a lot of G Smart. So excellent choice. Hopefully your words come true. I remember the first time I saw her was in Fargo, I think. Um, and I love her in, in, that, in that role she had in Fargo season two. Season two, so, right. Yeah, since, since then I've been following her and she's, she's great. She has I, I, I think she also was awarded for a guest appearance on the old show, Frasier, which is a, a show that I really love. And she, <laughs> I know she, she was there. And then she was fantastic in that. And she is absolute gold in the mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet. That, that oh show is amazing. Joelle, continue your thought. What is your joke? Well, this one is a person is on a personal note because uh, if I want someone 
to tell the story of my life in a documentary form, it should be Aquafina's voice who tells it. Oh, I think she, <laughs> she, I think she would make my life much, much better if she tells it. So there's that. Well, you're not Chris. wrong. You're not wrong with either <laughs> of them. No, I know. I know. I love Aquafina. <laughs> so, so yeah, hopefully she can narrate the story of my life uh, in a few years. I don't know when it happens, whatever. <laughs> All right. So as for me, um, my male actor, anybody who knows me well knows who I'm going to choose. And it's a very easy bet because it's an actor who is known for his voice talents. He has a bunch of uh, voiceover credits and he's pretty much, or I don't, I don't know if he's been the last few years, but for a very long time, he was known as the voice of HBO sports. I'm talking about Liev Schreiber. He, that, that man has the best, the best narrator voice, in my opinion. He is that baritone voice and, you know, the way he just expresses himself. And you go to YouTube and you, you're going to see a lot of things that he reads, you know, not just documentaries, but, you know, he'll read poems, he'll read, he's known for reading Shakespeare as well. So he's terrific in that he's a great actor, but he's also a very gifted uh, narrator. So that would be my male actor. My female actor is one that I recently kind of stumbled upon. I recently visited the Frost Museum in Miami, Florida, and I was treated to a sort of a space show on the planetarium, and it was narrated by the Academy Award-winning actress Lupita Nyong'o. Oof. And her narration on that, I think it was a 20-minute show, was divine. She has such a great voice, and you've, you've heard her talk, and the way she has a, a voice that you don't expect to hear when she opens her mouth. She has a, like a deep voice with a lot of presence. And the way she pronounces and narrates things, I think she would be a great addition for any documentary, quite frankly. Absolutely. So th those would be my choices. Mr. Liev Schreiber, who's narrated a lot of things. If you ever if you haven't heard him narrate, you just go to any HBO sports documentary and he's very likely the voice of it. That's nice. Nice choices, Chris. I, I'd like to add, um, you said Lupita Nyong'o and it made me think about other options that I had, which was, who was, sorry, uh, Angela Bassett. Um, oh. They, they kind of sort of have the the same tone of commanding voice, both of them, especially Angela. Angela is like legendary, so there's no competition there. But but yeah, it reminded me of her somehow. That that's a good comparison. So yeah, those would be our our choices for narrating documentaries. So that means that about ninety percent of our budget would go to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways. Let's take a quick break and we have some real fun coming up on our next segment. So stay tuned.
we're back here on For Film's Sake. Let's have a little fun, shall we? We're going to do a play on F. Mary Kill that we have adjusted into the movie world as buy, rent, or dump. It's basically we'll give each other three options and we decide which do we buy, which do we rent, or which do we dump. So movie podcasts, the choices will be movie related. My, mine is pretty easy. Uh, it's basically three recent award-winning directors and they all have one thing in common. All three are Mexican directors. So buy, rent, or dump, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu, Alfonso Cuarón, y Guillermo del Toro. I have my answer. <laughs> yeah, I think I will buy... <sighs> I think I will buy uh, Guillermo del Toro's um, see, uh, filmography, right. uh, Rent uh, Quarons, and <gasps> Dump. Dump. Uh, in yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Sorry, three amigos. There's like yeah. one film of, of each of them that I really love, but it's Iñárritu who has to go. Sorry. You're great because that, that is a great way to, you know, to, to choose the three ones, right? All right. Uh, in my case, um, this is not difficult. Um, I will buy, um, obviously, Alfonso Cuaron mm -hmm. because I don't love one film of him of his. I think that I, and I can say that in my top 50, I think that those three films are going to be there. And I'm talking about Roma, Gravity, and Children of Men. Right. Um, I would rent. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Alejandro González Iñárritu. <laughs> oh my God! And you will dump Guillermo del Toro. I mean, that's that's that. What's the movie that he he made that is really bad? Uh, Blade Two, something like that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. Blade Two. And, and <laughs> to be to be particularly honest, I wasn't like a super fan of the Hellboy movies either. So, hmm. and I know that people love Crimson Peak but I was a little bit disappointed. So mm -hmm. for me, he's not a, you know, he's not a um, hit or miss, but I don't, I don't think I have them. I have him in the same group as, um, as this two, but you know, he's coming with a new movie and I am very, very, very hyped with that. New right. Movie. So my answers will be just like herbs. I will buy Cuaron, I will rent Iñárritu and I will dump Nectoro. You just, you guys just dump Pan's Labyrinth, and I will never, never, <laughs> never forgive you because of that. Well, so, but you dumped, you dumped Birdman and The Revenant, so we're even. So, and I also dump uh, um, 21 Grams, Beautiful, right. Right. and Revenant. So, right. yeah. No, no, and you sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so, All right. No. <laughs> All right, so Irving, you go now. Give us your three. Whew. I have so many options here. Let me let me see if I can choose one that is um. Uh... All right, I'm gonna do this. Um, of these three films, which ones you would buy, rent, or dump? Prisoners 
Arrival, Blade Runner, 2049. Oh, yeah. You had, yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> let, let, let me go first so you can hear me stammering through it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So buy, rent, or dump. I will buy prisoners. God. I will what? rent. <laughs> I love all three. I will rent a rival, and unfortunately, I have to dump Ryan Gosling in Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. Sorry you know for this, this. was for you. I I I I had this one for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my case, um, I think I will buy a rival. Um, rent. Oh boy. Um. I will rent prisoners and I will uh, dump then Blade Runner. <laughs> I, I I would say that I absolutely I would do the same for like okay. the same that Joel. I would put Arrival as a buy. I would rent prisoners and I'm sorry, but Blade Runner has to be dumped out. <laughs> All right, now for the grand finale. Okay, so. I'm going to ask him separately because one of them is really special. The one for Irving. Oh boy. So I'm going to leave the Irving one for last. Chris, okay. buy, rent, or dump? Inception, The Dark Knight, or Pulp Fiction? Ooh, wow. <laughs> if you guys could see my face right now. Anyways. God. All right, so it's basically it's three movies that Joel knows that I love. Yes, <laughs> they're they're your top three films for each decade. I check your letterbox. I'm a stalker <laughs> like that. <laughs> now that's what I call top tier lurking. I know. <laughs> I call it research. Uh, yes, yeah, research. That's a good way of putting it. Okay, so this is really difficult. So I will buy all three or fives for me. What am I going to do? Right. <laughs> <clears throat> I will buy The Dark Knight. I will Thanks. rent I will rent Pulp Fiction. Oh boy, I hate to do Oof, this. Whoa. And I'm going to and of the three I'm going to have to dump with tears in my eyes Inception. <laughs> Is wow, I I didn't expect, expect this at all. I I'll be honest. <laughs> but but mm -hmm. uh, when the garbage truck comes to pick it up, I'm going to be running behind it to get it back. So <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Listen, Joel, I know that you asked Chris uh, this one, but I am just thinking like uh no, <laughs> but I agree with your first one. Absolutely. I agree with your first one. Okay. Irvin. Go ahead. You had to fix this really well. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Buy, rent, or dump. The Roger Deakins filmography. Oh boy. Shivo Lubeski filmography. Or Dante Spinotti's filmography. You went DP on us, or on Earth. Yes, this is um, 
you you actually made me sweat, Joel. <laughs> I know. I know. No need to go to the gym. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> um so is this for next um for next week's uh uh podcast that I will have to give you the the, the answer? I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> um okay, so I have to say that um, by, I have to go with Chivo. Um, okay. Ooh, okay. Um, I have to go with Chivo. I think that I had memorable, memorable uh, moments that I have been completely mind blown by his um, photography. I have to rent. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> And Dante Spinotti will will be told. And I okay. love his, so, I love his so, work. Okay, okay. By, wait, by wait, Lubezki, Chris. All right, all right. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. By Lubezki, rent Deacons, and then dump. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is the trick. This is where, where the devil shows himself. You, you... you just dumped most of early man films yes i know it because okay. he was the director of photography of arguably favorite movie of all time which is yeah it, yeah it did that was that was the main reason why my voice was trembling because i <laughs> love his photography in that movie i love the camera work i love i mean it's, it's i mean listen me, i mean listen listen to Irving. he's going higher register with his voice <laughs> And that, that's how you know how passionate he is about this. <laughs> no, no. You made me do it, Joel. And listen, um, revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> oh, that's boy. that's what happened when you when you leave me uh, like three weeks without an episode. So I planned this with a lot of time. So thank you, Chris. Too many time, on, too much time on your hands, apparently. <laughs> All right, so it, it seems like our next edition of Buy, Rent, or Dump promises to be an interesting one. <laughs> Please do it next month. We'll see. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll definitely do Joel, more of these. In Joel, fact you know what? Joel, I'm going to tell you this, Chris, before we are, we're, we're leaving. I had a separate list for you, and I had a, a separate list for Joel. Oh, well, sa save Joel for next time. Uh, that's it. That's our show. Hope you all enjoy it. And catch us next time on For Film Say.